podcast recording starts in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to On Manorama's Wacky News. I'm Vishnu and I'm here to bring you five wacky stories of this week. My colleague Adira has asked me to inform you that she's away on a secret mission and will be back soon. But for now, joining me as a co-host is my robot best friend Manorama. You see, she is the one who collects these crazy stories from all over the world. Hello listeners, are you ready to listen to some wacky news? In this episode, we will be talking about clothing made from fungi-based mushroom leather that can repair itself. America's smallest bank that has no ATM, a renamed Van Gogh painting and much more. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Manorama, start the news countdown. 5. Our first story is from England. Researchers at Newcastle University and Northumbria University created mushroom leather made using mycelium which could one day have self-repairing properties. In theory, this could be used for household furniture to leather jackets. When researchers punctured the leather, they found that the skin was able to repair itself as long as it was placed in conditions similar to where it was grown. Some damage marks were still visible, but the skin appeared to retain strength. But don't get too excited. The mycelium skin made by the researchers is too thin and delicate to be worn, and the regrowth process currently takes several days to complete. So for now, stick to thread and sewing needles. Does this mean we will have to rewrite the proverb? A stitch in time saves nine. A stitch in time is now forever. Four. This story is from the Netherlands. While visiting the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam last year, professional chef Ernest De Wight noticed something wrong with Vincent Van Gogh's painting Red Cabbages and Onions. He noticed that the painting did not portray any onions. In fact, it was two heads of garlic in the foreground of the painting. So De Wight sent a message to the museum alerting them of the inaccuracy. Van Gogh Museum later consulted a biologist to verify this claim and decided to change the name of the painting earlier this year. On both online and on the museum's wall text, the painting is now officially titled Red Cabbages and Garlic. What about Mona Lisa? Is it actually Mona Lisa or La Gioconda or Lisa Gherardini? What if Da Vinci wanted to call it a condescending woman or something? 3. Our next story is from America. Kendlent Federal Savings and Loan, officially known as the smallest bank in America, might close down soon. With just $3 million in assets, two employees, no ATM, no website and no transaction fees, this bank has been around for over 100 years. Founded back in 1920 by the great-grandfather of its current CEO, this tiny financial institution has only ever had one branch in Indiana and has only offered three services, obtaining a home mortgage, opening a savings account and opening a certificate of deposit. CEO is technology averse and prefers using mechanical devices like a traditional coding machine to write checks but after this time the bank will be acquired due to small profit margins. Oh no. This reminds me of the Prince Family Paper Company that Michael Scott and Dunder Mifflin put out of business in season 5 episode 13 of the Office series. Blind. That's true. Hang in there tiny bank. We love you. Anyway, before we move on to the last two wacky news, let me quickly introduce you to On Manorama's Daily News Toast and News Break podcast. Daily News Toast podcast gives you brief notes about major happenings of the day and will help you stay informed about current affairs. If you like in-depth analysis and explainers, then be sure to check out the News Break podcast. They are available on all podcast streaming platforms. And now it's time to get back to wacky news. 2. This story is from the US state of Utah. A Utah mom of 3 kids 
who wrote a children's book about grief after her husband's death, has been charged with murder. Kauri Richin's husband, Eric, was found dead at the foot of their bed last March after having a Moscow mule cocktail. About a year to the day after her husband died, Richin's published a children's book, Are You With Me?, about navigating grief and the loss of a loved one. But investigators now allege she killed her husband of nine years with a lethal dose of illicit fentanyl. Police later found out that the couple had finance-related conflicts. She will now get plenty of time in jail to write more children's books about greed, regret, cheating and karma. 1. Our final story is from Iran. A man from Iran claims he survived on soda for 17 years. 58-year-old Ghulam Reza Ardeshiri claims he stopped consuming food one day in 2006 and has relied solely on sweetened fizzy drinks for energy ever since. Apparently, the mere sight of food makes him nauseous and the only thing he can tolerate to consume are fizzy drinks like Pepsi and Coca-Cola. He drinks three large bottles of soda per day and lost 32 kilos ever since he started. Even with the high sugar consumption, he says he has no serious health problems. Due to high energy, the man only sleeps just four hours a night and spends his nights watching TV and solving puzzles. Does that seem normal to you? Wow! Wonder why Pepsi hasn't made the superhuman a brand ambassador yet? Anyway, wasn't there a great set of wacky news, Manorama? Yes, I had fun. The world is truly wacky. What will we be discussing next week? I'm currently reading about some record-breaking achievements, especially about a university professor who refuses to come out of his underwater life and a Nigerian chef who cooked for 100 hours non-stop. So don't forget to tune in next week. That's all for today, folks. Thank you for listening. Did you like the episode? Do let me know. Manorama Robot and I will be back with even vacuum news soon. The Vacuum News Podcast is produced by On Manorama with technical production by IW Studios. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. For more interesting podcasts on news, views and explainers, visit onmanorama.com.